Well, first of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. Welcome. Happy Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all staying safe. It's your host, Nathan Snell. This is Big Date Sports Talk. This is episode we're on 16. 16, I believe. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, before we get into the video, there's a few things I'd like to say up front. Yes, as you have seen, I've changed up the intro a little bit. I've also changed up the outro a little bit. So definitely uh, let me get your guys' thoughts in the comments below. Um, apologize if you have not seen me in a couple of days. Work outside of YouTube has been very strenuous. And, um, yeah, things are starting to kind of slow down a little bit. But um, in this episode, we're just recapping the Washington Mystics. Uh, the Washington Mystics today, well, actually last night, they clinched the playoffs the first time since 20, since 2020. Um, last year, that was a very, very painful year, to be honest. But um, Washington Mystics were in town. It's a Seattle storm for two games, but felt like playoff like was with a playoff like atmosphere. Sean, what's going on? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I really do appreciate you. Um with a playoff like atmosphere. Uh they are off tomorrow as they get ready for Las Vegas. And then they go to Chicago and they're back here uh against the Sparks and then Indiana. Twice, yeah. They play somebody else. I feel like I'm missing somebody else. No, within within that six games, but that's really it. Uh, camera was good. Good to see you. Uh, but that's pretty much going on right now. Uh, other than that, uh, playoffs are starting to really, really creep up. And um, before you know it, we'll be here. But uh, before we start the video, I would like to really also send my thoughts and prayers to Bill Russell's family. Uh, we lost a pioneer, a trailblazer not just for the game of basketball, but for really just the things that what he's done for civil rights and for the NBA, and even the WNBA. Um, Bill Russell is definitely a pioneer. Uh, I've, I've said this before and I'll say this again. We should really, we need to really appreciate what these guys have done for sports because without them, the NBA would not be what it is today. Uh, especially, you know, the things that he, he went through. To hear stories of you know he came home and his trophies were uh, basically vandalized, vandalism, you know, death being his you know, robbers defecating on his his bed, um, different things like that. Just the things he's gone through, um, you know. Again, just the sacrifices that, that he's made and others, whether it's Will Chamberlain, uh, so many others. Kareem, just thank you for what you guys have done for the game basketball it means again we need to appreciate these guys uh, so i uh, just want to say my thoughts and prayers to his family uh definitely definitely one of the one of the greatest if not arguably the great the good uh, so just want to start off with that but the washington mystics want to start with the washington mystics they were in dallas for a a cookout and the Washington Mystics brought 
basically brought everything to the cookout and the Dallas Wings. It was a very one-sided, a one-sided victory almost. The final score was 87-88. Uh, so that first game back after a break from the Commissioner's Cup, um, didn't feel like six days, to be honest. Uh, days just kind of went kind of went by fast. So um, in that time, I know before they went on break, uh, they didn't. Coach T said they weren't going to prepare for Dallas until Wednesday. So uh, we wanted to give them the break, come back, start back basically with the back to the basics. And then really start having that playoff like atmosphere mentality ready. And you can see the images on Twitter. Uh, there's even a media call post practice. And I'm going to share that with you in a little bit. Uh, because also, too, there was a pre game clip and the post game clip. They were not published due to uh, the league has, is having issues with, with processing. The recording, so I'm hoping that uh, that is resolved. But I did ask him in the pregame against Dallas, uh, what are some of the things that he would like to see emphasized in this game? I also asked him to practice. Um, I also did ask him about Bria Hartley. Bria Hartley's off for the season after she tore ACL. He drafted Bria Hartley back in 2015. Um, so you know, it's just throughout, you know, he, he was very, he was very. You know, he said he reached out to her and different things like that. But uh, it just sucks that, you know, she's a great – Just these injuries have just been following her throughout her career. But um, he, did have, he did have positive, encouraging words to say towards her, about her. Um, but in the post-practice media call, I asked Maisha Hines-Allen and I asked Shakira and even Coach T a couple things. So we're going to take a listen to that just before we get into the game. And also to um, – you will hear from Coach T. I, I've been kind of <laughs> pressing pressing him about the front court being the key, um, in my opinion, because I know each game's going to be different and you want some consistency. He, I, look, I look for consist, consistency from the front court, even more than the front, than the back court, in my opinion. Uh, because in this game, we did not have Elena Deladon which was really good because, again, I've been really wanting to see this well, this offense would look like without her, and it happened. So before we get into that, here is the post-practice media call that was on the 26th for the Mystics. And then just doing that. I appreciate Talking in. That's, that's what, um, hey, buddy, you should, how, how are you? I'm good. Um, like, welcome back to your uh, little, little mini break. Uh, just talk about how you guys are preparing for Dallas. Like, what are some of the little things you learned you took away from the New York game to prepare for this? To yeah, part of Dallas? I think it's again starting well, knowing everyone knows the scouting report now for Dallas, so it's about just locking in when we're tired, still doing what we need to do defensively to you know control that try to control their their guards like because their guards are really good and that's no secret around the league around the world like they have 
some good guards over there. So it's about knowing the scouting report and then just doing that. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're free to go. Thank you. Hey, peace out, y'all. And she is not a uh, does not like to do the pressers by herself. So uh, uh, next up is uh, Shakira Austin. My feet are. You're, you're, you're my cat. Uh, um, sorry. Yeah, I mean Taj plays pretty great for you know my rookie season. Thank you very much. Thank you. Nathan. Hey Shakira, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good. I hope you had a wonderful birthday yesterday. Thank you. It was great. <laughs> so my question to you is: When you're not playing basketball, what are some of the things you like to do to decompress and unwind from the game of basketball? Um, me, I just like to, you know, uh, I like to call my grandma. Honestly, <laughs> she relaxes me. Um, you know, we talk about you know any and everything. Um, she might preach the word to me. Um, that just you know keeps me settled. Keeps my you know be where my feet are. Um, and I like to cuddle with my cat. Uh, she she brings me down. You know, she's a very spiritual animal. She you know just brings me back mellow. So yeah. <laughs> and last one for me is. Um... You know your, your your rookie class. How have you guys been motivating each other? You reach out to one another. You know, give each other, you know, praise and different things like that. Yeah, I mean, I know you know a few of them. We continuously, you know, just uh, congratulate each other, continue to motivate each other. Um, you know, I think there, a lot of people are killing it right now, um, especially for rookies. And you know, sometimes we don't make the cuts even as far. So the fact that you know we're coming in here and we're making you know, almost instant impact is, you know, really good for the future of the league. I appreciate you, Shakira. Thank you. Thank you. And then we're going to get into Coach T. Want her to be a pest on D. All right, last question, Nathan. Hey, Coach, Coach T, good afternoon. How are you? Great, thanks. Yes, sir. Uh, I've asked you this before, but I, I wanted to know, is your, would you think your front court would be the key with these legs as with these eight games? Think they're the key to uh, offensively. You just see improvement in a way. I, I don't know that it's anybody specifically right now. Um, you know, it's kind of fluctuated from game to game. What I'm just looking for mostly is is consistency that we get that we get and take good shots. That we don't hesitate when we get good shots. I think it's going to depend. Like when we play Dallas, uh, you know, their leading scorers are all guards, and so you know it's going to be a little bit different there. When we come and play Seattle, you know, you have a very balanced team, but with Brianna Stewart and uh, Tina Charles and Ezzie Magbegar, it's going to be, you know, a, a much more physical war for our bigs, but you still got to deal with, you know, Jewel Lloyd and Sue Bird and, you know, Epiphany Prince. So I think it's going to be the group as a whole. I don't think I could single out front court versus guards considering who we're going to play. Understood. And then, not to give away any the secret formula for Dallas, but what are some of the things uh, that you would like to see from the New York game going to this game Thursday? I think our communication on pick and rolls will be important. Um, their guards tend to hang on to the ball a little bit longer than New York guards do. Um, you know, we know Wally and Mabry are going to have the ball in their hands a lot, uh, and and their offense, you know, goes as they go. So. Um, I'd like to see us continue our ball pressure. And then that means really having good help from everybody else 
when, you know, those players try to go one-on-one -on -one against us. Uh, I thought that's one of the things we did really well in the New York game was contain their guards and not let them get direct line attacks at anybody. I appreciate you, Coach T. Thank you, sir. No problem. And everything he said was right on the money with the Dallas Wings. Uh, Dallas Wings, I have said it before, I'll say it again. They've probably been one of the most interesting teams to watch. They play down to certain competition. They play up to certain competition. Uh, but they've not been consistent at all. That these last pretty this really this whole season, in my opinion, uh, I do think Vicky Johnson will get probably one more year, and then they don't at least do something. I think that she's gone. Uh, I think this is more of a front office thing. I'm kind of confused of the moves that they've made, the acquisitions they've made. Uh, like when you have your number one overall pick, you know, only playing three minutes. That's an issue. Um, Tara McCowan, who was the leading scorer in, that, in this game, had a double-double. Now she's been, as of late, picking up her game. So I'm just really I'm really confused on the, the utilization of certain players, particularly the bigs. Um, you know, again, looking at this box score, if you told me the Dallas Wings actually are a playoff team, I would still suppose I would. I'm still going to say they are, but uh, they're not showing like they are. They're not. They have not shown. They're not showing. They're not showing me that they are a playoff team. I look at this box score example. Just in the first quarter, when you have four of your five starters close to the team negative teens, as a coach, I'm not going to have you out there because it's obviously uh, when you have a you know, you turn the ball over three times. Uh, you know, you had two of two, two for three, two for four, zero oh for four. I mean, nine points. Well, excuse me, fourteen points came off your starters, and then your bench didn't give you much neither. I mean, points in the paint was equally um, us. They had four second chance points, fast break points, but. What they, they we came up more aggressive. Dallas had no were <laughs> up ten, just the first quarter. But looking at this game, they made a to me. Uh, they just had it on. They just their run was late, um, and this was to me probably it was a much needed win for Washington to help them just continue just punch their just try to punch their way to that top three seed. And even though they've played the most games going into all, you know, all-star game, like they didn't get ready for the playoffs. Like the schedule down this, this schedule has given us more opportunities to rest. And uh, again, it's clearly been, it's clearly shown that. Now it's interesting. He talked about when Maisha, when Elena's not playing, Maisha gets Elena's minutes, and then Tiana Hawkins gets Maisha Hines Allen's minutes. So that was interesting to see. And Maisha Hines Allen did a really great job in her role of starting. She had 14 points. Tiana Hawkins had seven points in Maisha's minutes. Um, the bench continues to kind of be the key. 
uh, they got a they got a nice um, lift. They went on a 9-0 run. If I remember correctly, in that game went up 28-14. Uh, Shatoy Walker Kimbrell, who's been playing well, I still think she gets some consideration for sixth sixth woman of the year. Uh, Tiana Hawkins, like I said, was you know who's been not been in that rotation consistently. You know, finished the game with seven points, but the Dallas wins <laughs> as a unit, as from the bench, 20 to five. These are legitimate questions. I don't have answers. I'm starving for answers. I'm starving for them because I don't have them. I'm so disgusted because I got to be out there at that game this Saturday. I got to see this. Inquiring minds want to know why. I truly do want to know why. And also, too, I'd like to make this point that the Dallas Wings, the only really opportunity we really saw if they looked like it was late in the fourth quarter. Uh, they got the closest, but not to nine points. But uh, other than that, the game was over. I mean, the fact that they had allowed five starters to all be in double figures, Natasha Clyde at 14 and seven. Uh, Arrow Atkins had 14. Shakira Austin had 12. Alicia Clark had 13. Maisha had uh, 14. Like, the Dallas Wings didn't do a great job on the defensive side of the ball. But also, too, we didn't do some things on the defensive side of the ball, particularly against Tierra McCowan. And she had a double-double. Uh, and even though we she got <laughs> committed five fouls, um, other than that, when you look at this, you look at this 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 box score. I mean, you're not going to win many basketball games, but you've turned the ball over 14 times. You've taken 22 threes, and you only made five, and you're shooting below 40 percent from the field. That's that's just simply not going to win you basketball games. I mean, this is some bad stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how much more this I can take. I, I I, just don't know. This is ridiculous. I, I, ooh, oh, Lord. I, I, <sighs> so, I mean, that was pretty much the Dallas the game. That was pretty much the Wing versus the Mystics game. Uh, again, it was very one-sided. Uh, it was practically a cookout. We brought all the food, and we basically Dallas got punched in the mouth. Um, but also, too, I wanted to say my congratulations to Coach T. Uh, he was named as an assistant for Team USA to win national women's basketball team for the FIBA World Cup. Uh, Carol Lawson, Joni Taylor, and Show Reeves. Uh, I know Coach T has been with Team USA basketball for since, since the 90s. Men and women's. Um, yeah, he was on that team painfully that won bronze. How do you do that? How do you do that? What the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, just what it's it really great to see him, good to see him out there and be a part of that, that national basketball team. So I'm interested to see because. The finals are supposed to end on the 20th. And I think the World Cup starts on the 22nd for basketball. That should be interesting. It should be really interesting. But uh, we're going to move on and we're going to transition to the Washington Mystics versus Seattle Storms. But we are going to take a quick 30-second break. We'll be right back 
And we're back. The Washington Mystics and the Seattle Storm for two games were here in the nation's capital, which had playoff-like uh, was a playoff-like atmosphere. Uh, game one, the Washington the Washington Mystics played the Seattle Storm. It's interesting to really see what this team. I think this has the potential to be arguably the best series in the playoffs, if the playoffs are at the day. Now, we, yesterday we had the opportunity to move up to the fourth seed, and painfully uh, we did not. The final score was 82-77. What, what was that? What the hell was that? I'm sorry the H words and the D words aren't appropriate over the airways, but it's going to be today. I, I don't know how much more of this I can take. How in God's name? So, again, um, pregame Coach T said the same thing. Consistency, this is a playoff-like atmosphere. Uh, we can't – we have to treat each – I know he said in the postgame, but also kind of he kind of said in the pregame. But – you know, they they are a, a, one of the a good defensive team team as well. Um, it's going to come down to making shots and playing great defense. Uh, and to me, it came down to literally a game of possessions. I don't think it was a a tale of two halves. I think we expected to see that kind of basketball from both from both both teams. You know. We rallied from a 15-point deficit in the fourth quarter to be down one with 21 seconds left. Um, and then, uh, painfully, what happened was Elena Deladon, she drove left on Ezzy Magmagor, and she missed a seven-foot runner, painfully. Um, Natasha Cloud also, too, had a chance to make a three and miss that as well. But uh, like Atlanta said it in the post game, I think it was a strike. Move. So somebody said, you can't let the, like this, these mistakes, one mistake. And then turning another stick be a domino effect. Um, I, and I've noticed that throughout the season, particularly against games. Like for example, we, we blew a 17 point lead against Connecticut. There's a domino effect. They just let if they make a mistake in the one on one possession, it just is a domino it's a domino effect. And I saw that again, like I, that. I thought it, my eyes were, and my eyes don't lie. You can trust your eyes. They went on Seattle went on a twenty five run that went in the third or fourth quarter to build a fifteen point lead, and. Seattle was comfortable with that. The fact that in that run, Washington just made one field goal, and we turned the ball over 14 times, 14 times. Six of those 14 turnovers came within that seven-minute, 30-second stretch of the fourth quarter. I mean, this is some bad stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how much more this I can take. I, I I, just don't know. This is ridiculous. I, I, ooh, 
Oh, Lord. I. <sighs> so uh, I thought that was just, I thought that was really the, the 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 nail in the coffin. And then again, we coach T said in the post game, there were layups we missed. Um, we didn't. They were unnecessary turnovers. Um, again, when you're in a playoff atmosphere like that, it's going to be very physical. It's going to be very chirpy. Um, you're going to have to play through those things like that. You have to value each possession. And that's just key. You can't, you're not going to win any playoff game, especially like in this situation where you turn the ball over 14 times. That's the little things. You know, you got to, you know, there, there were a lot of points we left out there. Uh, but again, you got to have the mind of a goldfish. But if you're going to beat teams like Seattle, because Seattle is a team that will, that is like, a shark in the water if they smell blood. They will take advantage of those things. And I don't want to sit there and keep saying the schedule was this was a reasoning. Like they're at home. Uh they had the bench. It just came down to literally a game of possessions. So, you know, these are just the little things that they have to work on. You know, whether it's Shakira Austin sealing in the post, whether it's you know, if there's an offensive rebound, don't hesitate to kick it out. Communicate on defense. Like, your leading scores for Seattle was Brianna Stewart with 18, Joy Lloyd with 17, Tina Charles with 16. I mean, that was pretty much your offense for Seattle. And I mean, Elena, Elena had 22 points. Ariel had 13. Shakira had a double-double. And by the way, yesterday was Ariel Atkins' birthday, so happy belated birthday, Ariel. Natasha Cloud had 10 points, 11 assists. And Maisha Hindown had scored her 1,000th career point. So, I mean, again, there was just, it's the little things. Like, we had this game. <laughs> we had it won. It's just it's just the little things that we can fix. And we can do those things. The Washington Mystics are are, are good. But that that run really, really sealed, sealed the fate for us. Um, and also, to Coach T – and his assistant, Eric Tebow, also received technicals. I thought he got two techs, but he did not because um, there was a, a bad – there was a very bad call. And also, too, the referees are let, let are letting them, letting them play basketball. They're going to call the ticky-tack stuff, but they're letting them play. Um, but that, that run that run there, that was the deciding that, – that really was the nail in the coffin. Um, so again, it literally just came down to a game of possessions. I'm not, I'm, I'm I, I, I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. This is disgusting. It's disgraceful. It's embarrassing. And I'm ticked off. It don't, it don't make any sense. This is unacceptable. Unacceptable. And something needs to be done about it. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. This is interesting. Tina Charles, this would be, would be the third time. The second game would be the third appearance here in D.C. after leaving us last year. I remember the first time we saw it was in Phoenix, the game, the first two games. Um, 
So that's interesting to see how that ended in Phoenix. And then now she's in Seattle. Um, it's been interesting. It's been really interesting to see how they tried to really now put her into the starting lineup. And I'm curious to see how Ezzy Magnamagor, as the season progressed, like, does that take away momentum from her? Because she was really doing a lot for Seattle on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. And this was Tina Charles's first playoff appearance since 2016. Uh, I'm happy for her. Again, Tina Charles has been on teams that have either been average or just not good. Uh, there have been teams where they were successful, they had winning seasons, but uh, like last year, no one expected Elena Delano, Elena, Elena not to play, play practically the whole season and then have be mired with injuries. No one expected that. Um, New York, no one expected uh, a team where they were really a great grind team in New York to kind of just be Tina Charles and friends. Like, no one expected that. Uh, so I'm happy that she has found her, her role in Seattle and, and she's playing it well. So I'm really happy for her. Um, also, too, it was a pregame ceremony for Sue Bird and Rianne January. Uh, this is their last seasons, as it's been known that this Sue Bird's retiring. Also, Rianne January, who was a, a champion with Indiana Fever. Uh, they got a goodbye package of DC-related items. I believe it was a couple of tennis shoes, I believe it was. I can't remember what it was. I think it was Nike or Jordan. So, great to see that. Um as we go into game two, the Washington Mystics beat the Seattle Storm 78-75. That's what I'm talking about. This shit means something to me, man. Um, even though we lost Saturday night, we did make the playoffs uh, thanks to the Dallas Wings losing. Thank you. So um, I was curious to see 24 hours later. It's interesting to see, like, if to see how a team, both teams would adjust on the offensive side and defensive side of the ball. In the first game, I didn't see Seattle play much zone as they did in the first game. But in this game, I saw a lot of that um, in, in game two. But before we actually break down the game, here is the post game from Coach T in game one of the, excuse me, of the uh, first game in our loss at home. Is this, uh, can you hear me? I think I'm muted. We, I mean, their runouts off our turnovers during that stretch, you know, opened up a gap. And we went, I don't know, what, four minutes without scoring at the start of the fourth, I think, um, or close to it. And, um, it's hard. I mean, you're digging yourself a hole and try to get back, and we kept fighting. And, you know, it's a fairly even game as far as a lot of stuff. Um, you know, we just – we need we need to be better. We need to make some of the layups we missed. We need to, to not turn it over. Um, you know, that had playoff kind of atmosphere to it and um, a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of physicality there. And going to have to play through it. Well, we drew up the one for Elena. Uh, you know, I, I thought she should be going to the free throw line. Obviously, I don't get the 
make that decision uh, as much as I'd like to. Uh, and then on the one, you know, we knew they would probably take Elaine away. We were hoping to get either Ariel or Tosh, you know, uh, you know, one of them or for Elena did catch it, but they would overhelp. We had three, you know, three point shooters all around the perimeter. Um, and, you know, we got a great wide open look and didn't go in. Well, I hope that we take that you got to value every possession, um, you know, in a in a game like this, uh, you can't have 16 turnovers in a, in a playoff game, um, you know, and they and they probably saying the same thing in their locker room. But, you know, I think that, um, you know, we actually scored more points than they did off turnovers, but we just they just those are possessions you just don't get back. It's, it's a quality look you want to get and, you know, can't do that. You can't miss layups. Um, you know, it's, it comes down to little things. Defensively, you know, the block shots jump off the pitch, but how do you, how do you evaluate the, the defense? I thought for the most part, it was pretty good. We made a couple decisions uh, that were not good a couple times. You know, Sue got a wide open three on a baseline out of bounds play in the middle of the second half that we, that we kind of messed up, um, you know, didn't come up with the ball a couple times on the boards, um, you know, that they they picked the ball up and, and scored. But, you know, it, it comes down to, you know, can you come up with the basketball on a rebound? Can you come up with the loose ball when you need to get it and be strong about it? But the defense, I thought overall, I mean, we held a, a good offensive team to 42%. We shot about the same. Um, I don't know. I go back and watch the film. I mean, it just feels like, uh, you know, it was an opportunity for either team to win it at the end, and they were better than us for, you know, a handful of possessions better than we were. Any small adjustments you're going to make for the I don't know. I, I, I don't know until I watch the film. We'll see. Defense looked like you guys are switching a little bit on what's doing. Is it intentional or just the way the game is going? Intentional at times, yeah. Can't let her just pop back and be wide open. So, what you can say this was a game with two halves. Um, we stuck out in that first half. It seemed like it was a kind of slow, grinded out game. Both teams were locked in defensively. I mean, took stuff away. <clears throat> you know, you're talking about the top two rated defensive teams in the league playing each other, and it looked like it in the first half. Um, it was hard to score, and it wasn't that much easier in the second half, but some people on both teams made some tough shots. Um, you know, I, I don't know that the second half was played all that differently than the first half, other than the ball went in a few more times uh, on tough. I mean, Jewel Lloyd made some tough contested shots with a hand in her face. Um, you know, those those are tough shots. And if you're, you know, if you're going to try to win a championship, you know, the players have to make those. Second, that uh, fourth quarter to stop the 13-0 run. The team didn't quit. Did you feel like kind of, to get back in that game kind of expelled a lot of energy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah, we did, but that's you know, that's what you got to do. I mean, you know, we'll see how people come back on both teams tomorrow. You know, no predicting on that one. Yeah, so that was pretty much it. Um, other than that, that was game one. Now, game two.
like I said, the Washington Mystics, 78-75. In this game, I thought what was key, uh, again, was it was interesting to see how both teams were going to fall, were going to fall, respond 24 hours later. Uh, we avoided a three-game season sweep. Uh, like, if we play them, which we probably will, and I doubt it, uh, they have the opportunity I think we can really. I think this has to. This this has to make it up being the best first round matchup in the playoffs. Um, they are a team that they're hard to defend. Um, their rhythm is arguably one of the best. They've shown why they're champions. The fact that there were thirteen lead changes in the game, five in the third quarter, uh, nine times. Nine times, nine times that the game was tied. That's what I want to say. Thank you. Uh, as it just back and forth. Um, Ariel Atkins started off really aggressively early. Um, Elena, Natasha Cloud. Now it's interesting what about Natasha Cloud. She had 21 assists in these two games. Um, and now she's also number 32 on the list to have a third, a thousand assists and a 1,001 assists in this game. Um, the fact that she was able to dish the ball 21 times on both games combined, that's pretty damn good. Um, I noticed in the first half, Elena was not, wasn't struggling to make it get her shot going. I just think that Seattle just made it tough for her to get her shot. So I noticed in the second half, Coach T definitely made the adjustments to get, make her get easy buckets, and then she did that. Because um, she ended up with 17 points and six rebounds and then more in the second half. A lot of that came from the adjustments that Coach T did. Now, when you look at the game, uh, I mean, this is also Elena Deladon's first back-to-back. She played 32 minutes. Um, that's the third most she's played. Um, again, the load management, especially now on her on her back, it seems it's not a secret that she had pack surgery. So uh, she wanted to play more minutes. Um, Tuesday, Coach T said it. It's right now on the air if she's going to play. Um, but it looks like she is good to go Tuesday um, against Las Vegas. We'll see. Um, it's interesting to see how this Mystic team again made. They've even I felt we were going to make the playoffs. Uh, it's interesting to see what they've, how they've fought to get at this point, um, and to see. Just yes, there have been challenges, and to see. It's not easy to make the playoffs in this league. Uh, a lot of that is credited to the players. I mean, I know they're early in this part of the season, tough not having a Landella on there uh, to just have players in the lineup. You know, we've had, you know, we had Katie Burke at one time, Katie Benzin, and then we, had, you know, we had Stephanie Jones and, just to see just how the team has persevered through injuries, through COVID. 
Uh, at one point, we even had Alicia Clark <laughs> at all. So uh, a lot of that is just a lot of the hard work and dedication that they've put in. Uh, and again, this has to be, this has to make it be the best series in, the, in round one, without a shot of a doubt. Um, if you're Seattle, like, you can't be surprised that you were going to at least get one out of this series, out of these two games. Um, that's tough on your body, especially to play back-to-back games within 24 hours. Uh, I mean, everything that we did, Seattle did just is not as bad. Like, as your leading scorer for Seattle was Brianna Stewart, 23 points. Osu, who had the opportunity to tie the game and miss that shot. Uh, Jewel Lloyd had 15. Uh, Jasu Bird had 12. Everybody else, I mean, Tina Charles had nine. Gabby Williams had six. I mean, everybody was really not that effective offensively. I mean, Epiphany Prince had one point. Grand January was in there just for more defense. Steffi Tolbert had a three. Eddie Magna McGore, she had six. Um, but your really story was Ariel Atkins leading the way with 23. Ellen Deladon had 17. Natasha Glad had 11. Um, but, you know, I've said this also, too. You know, you've got to have an offense that's consistent. Also, too, I mean, you know, defense wins championships, but you can't you can hang your hat on that for so long. You've got to maintain some consistency offensively, especially come playoff time, because I think your flaws are going to show more come playoff time, and that's proven. That, well, that's in any sport. It's proven that your flaws show. Uh, but the Mystics do hang their hat on defense, and they are one of the, and they are probably arguably the best defensive team in the league. But offensively, I'd like to see. I don't know what really it's going to what it's going to look like in the off season, but it's interesting to really know what they're going to do. Um, I know Ariel Atkins talked about, especially making the playoffs, that they're not going to take it for granted. Um, I mean. They knew they were, I kind of had a feeling they knew they were to make the playoffs. I think it's just the focus. So it's interesting to see these next uh, seven games, what it's going to look like uh, for the Mystics, because we got Las Vegas on Tuesday. We go to Chicago. We're back here against the Los Angeles Sparks. And um, then you've got the Indiana Fever. There in Indiana and home. So I actually was going to see the Sparks here. I was play the Sparks and I was play the Fever, our last home game. So uh, the first, uh, honestly, the first two stops are the best, the top two teams in the league, painfully. And then Los Angeles holds that eighth and final spot, but they lost today. So uh, actually, that is a great opportunity. Let's look at the standings real quick, shall we? Because I'm still standing with by my agenda. Uh, I do not see the Los Angeles Sparks making the playoffs. Um, and they, the Atlanta Dream, I was hoping would win, but the Los Angeles Sparks still hold that eighth seed uh, right now. And if my calculations are correct, if we can act, we have, if we knock the Sparks out the playoffs. We can swap for the Los Angeles Sparks first round pick from the trade we gave Atlanta the number one overall pick for this year. And if I'm not mistaken, 
that can be a lottery pick. <laughs> So that should be interesting to see. So uh, we're going to play some. Um, <laughs> we're going to play some 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 post game clip from Coach T, um, and a couple clips from Ariel and Elena and Maisha. The third quarter um, seemed like the offense. It looks like Ariel got a little bit more help in that third quarter offense, which was just more efficient in general. What kind of changed a little bit after that time? We didn't change much other than we made one adjustment to start the half, which I won't say what it was, to just get Elena a couple easier touches to so that we could recognize a little bit better where the double teams were coming from. Uh, I thought our spacing early was we had too many people in the same area uh, try to you know, make if they doubled, make decisions out of it. Good. Um, we still had some turnovers, but um, you know, in general, it was much better. You talk a lot about those lulls in last game and from other games, and it seems like every time you might have kind of got started to get into that kind of spot, that you guys were able to kind of figure out, get out of it pretty quickly. Yeah, we we did. I mean, I thought we did a better job today. Of, you know, when we got in that mode of making sure we got the ball in the right hands, Elena got more touches in the second half, which helped us too. I mean, at halftime, uh, she only had five field goal attempts. And, you know, I mean, I know they're doubling and they're trying to make her into a passer, but we got her kind of a little bit more space. Um, and then we made sure that Ariel got some touches too. So, um, you know, if we make if we make some layups that we missed, it might have been even – I wouldn't have to sweat at the end of the game. So – Everyone is important, but just from, I guess, a mentality standpoint, is it much better to get a win against this team as opposed to going to 0-3? Yeah, it is. I mean, if we play them in the playoffs, you know, knowing that we can beat them is big. Um, knowing that we can defend them, um, you know, they're hard to defend. And they have, have a lot of players who have played together uh, for a while. Um, and so their their offensive rhythm is pretty good right now. Um, and, you know, that, I think that's a confidence booster for us. I thought she was aggressive from the start, um, looking to try to, you know, create mix up between taking jump shots and attacking the basket. Um, you know, I think that's important for her. Um, you know, she. I think she gets a lot of confidence when she can knock down an early three, uh, because now the defense really has to close out hard on her, and she can, you know, decide whether she wants to attack or not. I think she got in that mode where she could do either tonight. Did you guys had a pretty big advantage in eight points? Yeah, I mean, we've, you know, we thought they would try to attack the paint a little bit more today, um, but we did a good job of helping you know we double a couple times we made them pass it out um we mixed it up a little bit so i think you know we were we learned a little bit from our lessons yesterday last thing uh, i know we didn't make a lot of shots but she took six of them is that a number you like uh who'd you say Three. yeah I, I i do like the number i think that you know we need her to be aggressive um you know she had two kind of go in and out so 
Um, and we're going to need her, um, you know, her minutes to buy time for other people and to keep our tempo going. I thought she pushed the ball up hard and make them, you know, have to run back defensively. You know, uh, she had some great passes that people miss shots. So that's the way it is. Do you feel like you, you learned a lot about Seattle in these two games? And yeah, I think we have. I mean, both teams will still, you know, tweak some things before we get to the playoffs. Uh, it's not a given that we're going to play them. Um, I don't know who won the other game today with Connecticut and Chicago, but, um, you know, it's, it's quite a battle, you know, Seattle, us, and Connecticut, you know, for positioning here in the next few weeks. So, um, but I think we are learning about how to play certain teams and about ourselves a little bit in these situ situations. And, and I think that, you know, I hope anyway that we'll learn some offensive lessons from this too. And early in the game, uh, I know you guys had some mismatches that you couldn't get the ball back to. Do you ever feel like you're forced, you're kind of forced into the mismatch? Or is no, in fact, I, I mean, I, I think we did a couple times, but I thought a couple times we just we went away from it when we should have gone to it. You know, a couple times early in the game, they had Jewel Lloyd switched on to Elena, and I thought we went away from it too easily. Um, you know, I think that. You know, if nothing else, sometimes you have to throw it there and invite the double team so that you get better looks for somebody else on the other side. Um, you know, it's a hard it's a hard job for a good scoring post player to be willing to, you know, take that double team so that you can get a teammate open. But, you know, Lane has kind of accepted that. I thought she made some good passes out of the double teams today. Coach, uh, again, close gritty win. I guess, can you hang your hat on the defense and knowing that even if you get a close one, you can still put it on? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of a magical number right now, holding people to 75 points, where I think one of the biggest numbers, we held them to 20 in the paint. Uh, you know, uh, our turnovers were lower again today, but, you know, if, if we could shoot the ball a little better. But we got two really good defensive teams going at each other and, you know, teams that are smart uh, defensively and they, you know, read situations. Both teams made some mistakes too in defensive coverage, and so it's kind of comes down to our, our. I told our team basically, you need to, you need to be better a couple possessions per quarter than they are, and that that that's the difference between good teams a lot of times. And then uh, Natasha with the double double ten assists. Yeah, I mean that's two games. She's got twenty one assists in the last two games. Um, you know she was kind of frustrated at halftime. She had missed some shots that you know she thought she should have made in the paint, um, but. You know, she's, it, it, you know, she expends a lot of energy. I mean, she comes out and she plays, you know, almost 30 minutes again and has to defend Jewel Lloyd for part of the game, Sue for part of the game, and, you know, still lead us on the offensive end. It's a lot of work. I mean, that's that's what the great point guards have to do. My last one, see Atlanta coming off a of back-to-back. How do you think she finished? I think she felt good today. I mean, she was anxious to play more minutes today. I mean, she played the most minutes she's probably played, I think, all year, I think, or close to it. Um, played over 32 minutes and, you know, um, you know, kind of pushing the envelope a little bit to see where she is. Any ideas on Tuesday for her? Right now, the plan is to go. Yeah. So. On Zoom? Nothing on Zoom today, Coach. Appreciate All right. You. That's easy. All right. Thanks. <laughs> I can go home. <laughs> I wanted to play that because it was funny. You said <laughs> it made money. That was easy. I could go home. Um, yeah, so that that happened. So we're going to get ready for Tuesday. Um, other than that, I mean, Ariel 
Maisha, and Lily also the same thing, pretty much, um, honestly. So, um, really quick, um, it's no secret. Uh, I want to thank those for uh, really taking the time and giving me some words of encouragement. Uh, uh, it's been no secret that uh, I wanted to cover the Washington Mystics in person this season. Of, there's two games. And uh, I got an email from their PR uh, that denied me credentials just for the two games. Um, it was very discouraging to see that email. Uh, I reached out to numerous people that I've networked with uh, immensely. Uh, they gave me some great words of encouragement uh, to understand that continue to build this platform don't let something like this deter me from um, something that's bigger. Um, it's been no secret that I'm a fan of the WNBA and I've loved basketball, particularly women's basketball. Um, it was just interesting to see in the email that uh, those are the kind of things that they were looking for. And one of my one one of the one of those that I network was like they're you know he said it at best it's not you you know they're looking at you like if you're ESPN or uh, SB Nation or uh, one of those uh, big networks so um, I'm going to continue to do what I love and that's not just with basketball that's with football baseball period uh, because this is a passion I choose to do this. Um, Denzel Washington has said it numerous times in, in many of his quotes. Um, it's just it's what you do with it. You know, it's interesting. I think one of his quotes was, without commitment, you'll never start. Without consistency, you'll never finish. And uh, I know another quote was like, goals on the road to achievement cannot be achieved without discipline and consistency. So the fact that number one, that I'm able to just be a part of their Zooms uh, and you know be able to ask questions, that's the big, that, that's the first step. Uh, that's number one. Number two, uh, just, to, just the fact that you have those that actually have covered Mystics longer than I have, uh, I mean, more than me, uh, give me tidbits and different things like that. It's much appreciated. So I just want to take this opportunity to thank those that really reached out and gave kind words and uh, very positive. Uh, one of them still hasn't gotten back to me. He was like, let me think about that and I'll get back to you. So um, yes, I just want to thank those for giving me the kind words. But uh, that's going to conclude the episode. I will see you guys Tuesday. Um, football training camp is actually upon us soon, so be tuned in for that. For the Ravens, they actually had open practice yesterday. That was interesting. So I'll talk about that probably in a couple days or so. But um, until then, please like, comment, and subscribe. I will catch you guys on the flip side. Because, you know, <laughs> it is. What it is. So great to be great. <laughs>
Uh, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. Thanks for the kind words. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Thank you for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk. Sports Talk.